It is with great pleasure and uh, a real honor to welcome back to these airwaves the former Israeli Deputy Foreign Minister and Ambassador to the United States and the Renard Visiting Professor of Foreign Policy Studies at Yeshiva University. Ambassador Danny Ayalon is with us live via telephone. Mr. Ambassador, good morning. Welcome back to JM in the AM. You're most welcome. Good morning. Uh, you've heard, of, I'm sure, about the terrorist attack in Yerushalayim this morning. Naftali Bennett had an interesting reaction to it. He uh, essentially said that the the terrorist uh, was the uh, uh, emissary of Mahmoud Abbas, the emissary of death, he called him, just a messenger of the incitement of uh, the president, of the uh, the chairman of the Palestinian Authority. What's your reaction to that? Well, I would say there is a lot of truth in it, uh, given the fact that it is Mahmoud Abbas who, we, who keeps inciting um, Muslims and Arabs and Palestinians uh, uh, to come over to Jerusalem and resist and uh, flood the uh, Temple Mount and um, prevent uh, Jews their rights to... Uh, uh, visit and uh, cherish their own um, uh, religion and, of course, uh, uh, rituals. And the last time we had a murderer, uh, again, with a hit and uh, um, drive over right. uh, incident two weeks ago, uh, it was Mahmoud Abbas who congratulated his family. And this is exactly the result of this incitement. Uh, I don't know if it was the mayor of Jerusalem or someone else I heard who, who basically said there's no Iron Dome for these types of attacks, ramming a car into a light rail station. Uh, is there a degree of security that Israel can achieve so that people can feel that they can walk and ride through the center of Jerusalem safely? Yes, I think by and large, uh, Jerusalem and the entire state of Israel is more secure than any other uh uh, place on earth. Uh, um, given uh, all the experience we have and the awareness we have here, um, the methods we have developed here, it is uh, rather secure. Of course, the threats are also uh, multiplied here, unfortunately, but I think more um, intelligence work and presence on the streets is, uh, is the remedy. Of course, there is no uh, um, intelligence that can prevent uh, lonely uh, wolves uh, attacks, right. but at the end of the day, it's not uh, lonely wolves as we have established. It's all organized, uh, the incitement, and there is, even if it's not a formal and structural hierarchy, um, we know the sources of uh, the insiders. So uh, I would say that uh, given the onslaught of attacks uh, that are being uh, prepared and motivated and financed and directed either from Hamas and also the Palestinian Authority, um, the security situation is uh, relatively good. Uh, ambassador Denny, I alone with us, former Israeli Deputy Foreign Minister and Ambassador to the U.S. and Renard Visiting Professor of Foreign Policy Studies at Yeshiva University. You know, I always am curious about the uh, about this whole area of American reaction. Uh, I know that the Glick family I saw online they they were surprised that um, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Glick is is an American citizen born in this country, and there wasn't more of an outrage from American officials, specifically, of course, in Washington. And in in general, when you're an ambassador, when you're somebody with this unique relationship between Israel and the U.S., do you I don't know lobby for more reaction to attacks like this from Washington? Do you uh, do you utilize a day like today after an attack? 
attack to to storm into the White House or Congress and demand that certain people make their voices heard after an incident like this? Well, I can tell you, uh, from my uh, own experience, I never had to do that. Uh, in fact, uh, there is such uh, a, a bond, such natural alliance between the two countries uh, with a um, established um, um, strategic um, relationship that, and of course, uh, the, the morality that uh, people came out of, of their own, either the administration, the White House, uh, the individual um, congressmen, either on the Senate side or the uh, House of Representatives. I never had to motivate anyone to uh, defend in the United States to defend Israel from a moral point of view or a political point of view. Well, I understand that, but if you were, if you were, you know, in Washington, you know, this week and you've heard about, you know, alleged uh, insults of the prime minister, you know, being spoken in the in the Obama administration. Uh, wouldn't you at least, you know, in the in the effort to you know come out symbolically for Israel, wouldn't you demand that there uh, some type of outrage be expressed that the prime minister can't be spoken about in this way? Absolutely, and uh, this is what uh, I would expect. First of all. Um I'm sure that uh, the official response of the United States to the murder attempt today in Jerusalem and all the terror attacks, and by the way, these terror attacks are not just on the ground. There is political terrorism, which um, is led by um, the Palestinian Authority in Abu Mazen, the the entire BDS movement, the attempt to legitimize Israel, to isolate it um, in the Security Council or in uh, the Geneva um, uh, Council for the so-called Council for Human Rights. We certainly have always expected, and we have always uh, seen um, coming out of uh, defense of Israel uh, outright. I think this is missing uh, these days, and I hope that uh, this will be reestablished because I think not only it's uh, uh, the, the moral duty of the greatest uh, democracy in the world, the United States, but also it's of its uh, strategic interest of the United States to defend. Those who defend themselves. Yeah, I understand the the camaraderie and the and how the United States and Israel work together when it comes to security and and military, etc., and intelligence, all that. That's that's much appreciated. But I don't know the the symbolism that's coming out of the Washington administration this day, not reacting to certain things or not reacting to a you know with anger or with passion to some of these episodes. I don't know. It seems to uh, seems to rub me the wrong way. I think symbolically. Well, it would be really important. Nahum, you're quite right, and, and, and not just you are watching it, it's the entire world, and this is what uh, people must understand. See, the, the alliance is solid and strong, given the uh, shared interest and, of course, the common uh, uh, values, the ethos. This, this will continue. However, however, the uh, relationship at the top between the White House and the Prime Minister's office in Jerusalem, I would say this is the window through which uh, friends and foes alike are judging the relationship. Right. And if uh, this uh, relationship at the top are not normal or not like in, in the past of camaraderie and uh, mutual respect and uh, and trust, then uh, some uh, might be uh, tempted to think that there is more than a daylight uh, between Israel and the United States. It could be tempting for uh, attacks on Israel, either on the ground by Islamist groups or on uh, in the Security Council and in uh, 
different international arena. No question about that. Uh, that's why I wish Washington would be a little stronger. Danny Ayalon, Ambassador Ayalon, is with us live via telephone. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, this uh, the news from Jerusalem, the tragedy this morning, uh, you know, dominates the early part of our conversation. The reason I asked you uh, originally to uh, join us this morning is because I believe that yesterday is a watershed event, not just in the American political scene. We know the uh, you know the 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 big change that's uh, that happened yesterday on election day in Washington. But now there's two years left to the Obama administration. Uh, some people in our community are always fearful of a lame duck president, especially one that might want to use foreign policy to create or establish some type of legacy. As you watch this whole thing unfold yesterday, now it's obvious that the Republicans will control the entire Congress, and obviously the Obama administration is in power for the next couple of years in the White House. What were you thinking vis-a-vis Israel? Well, I remember very fondly the time in 2002 when uh, I uh, took um, the late uh, Prime Minister Ariel Sharon to Trent Lott's office. He was at the time the Republican majority leader in the Senate. And there was waiting also Tom Daschle. At that time, Senator Daschle was the uh, minority, the Democratic minority leader. And Tom Daschle uh, told us, you know, you wouldn't catch us under the same roof. You don't agree (laughs) on anything except one thing, which is support of Israel. And Trent Lott then um, piped out, in the case of Israel, there are no Republicans, no Democrats, we are all Americans. And I think here in Israel, this is the right attitude for us, is not to distinguish between you, American, I mean, Republicans or Democrats. For us, you are all uh, Americans. So whatever results, political decision, the American people has made, we uh, not only uh, respect we also admire and have to work with it. I know predictions are hard, but, and it, it is certainly difficult to predict the future, but do you then feel uh, that with the strong congressional support that the White House attitude toward Israel, whether we like it or not, what we've seen over the last six years, will likely continue in that vein for the next two years? Well, um, I hope that there will be some reckoning and uh, understanding that uh, uh, the policy so far, not only that they have not reached any or or not reached any conclusions or uh, produced any uh, results, uh, uh, quite the contrary. And I think there should be some reckoning, at least for the last uh, uh, two years, when it comes to Israel, there is no better ally and uh, capable one and uh, dependable one uh, to the United States than than Israel, certainly in, in this region. And looking um, forward to all the challenges, whether it's Iran, and uh, uh, we hope that um, the United States and the P5 plus one will stay strong in, in really making sure that the uh, uh, agreement with Iran, if it comes, will be a good one. Uh, as uh, we said, a uh, no agreement is better than a, than a bad agreement with Iran. So right. this issue of Iran, the Palestinians, the entire uh, explosions and the breakup of the uh, Arab world and the Middle East, all this needs a lot of consultation and coordination between Israel and the United States, and this is crucial that this will happen as we work together and not w- uh, without any misunderstandings uh, that can come uh, through um, not uh, trusting each other. And this is what we need to see, a real trust in the White House, 
and uh, the Prime Minister's office in Jerusalem. Wouldn't that be a great foreign policy legacy? Let me leave Israel as strong as possible, as strong an ally, and as powerful a nation in the Middle East as possible. That that would be a good foreign policy uh, agenda for the last couple of years. Absolutely, and also it will also uh, will protect the interest of the United uh, States, uh, not just uh, here in the region, but much beyond, especially in the in the um, um, fight against uh, terrorism. But Iran itself is also uh, something that the United States, I think the legacy should be, um, neutralizing Iran from uh, any of its capabilities, nuclear capabilities, and certainly making sure that it will not become even a uh, threshold, nuclear threshold country. Yeah. This could be also a very strong legacy, and uh, I hope that uh, uh, this will be well heard and uh, and thought out in the White House. Yeah, and I hope no serious wake-up call is needed. A couple of more things, and I thank you for your time. The uh, As you're watching last night, and this, this might be an unfair question, because I don't know to what degree uh, you know, uh, you're, you're watching each individual race, but did anything particularly either surprise you or... Um, or make you happy or sad one way or the other? Was there a friend in the Senate who now no longer will be in the Senate who you thought was really key to Israel? Or was there a specific race where you thought, uh, I don't know, it would be really nice or really good uh, for the state of Israel if this person would serve in the Senate or the House and they didn't make it? Anything particular in the specifics from yesterday that made you react one way or the other? Well, I follow the races um, quite closely. But uh, I think, no, I, I don't... Uh have any disappointments, and uh, again, you know, I, I know, and, and Nahum, you know very well, and I, I think most Israelis maybe do not uh, quite uh, fathom the fact that elections in the United States, and especially uh, midterms, are on all the uh, agendas, which are, is domestic agenda, right. whether it's immigration bills or health care or uh, uh, same-sex marriage or whatever. Right. Um, the, the foreign affairs is, is residual. So basically what I see, this was a referendum this time on the leadership of the president. Mm -hmm. And I think that the results were very, very clear-cut. This is why I hope in the last two years there will be reckoning over there to guide. I don't think there is any substitute to the United States as the leader of the free world. And uh, I do believe it is the indispensable country and will continue to do that. I don't uh, um, uh, follow those who say that... uh, the next century will be uh, Chinese or whatever. We have to stick together. All like-minded countries, and especially the United States and Israel, should stick together. And whether it's democratic uh, uh, elections or Republican uh, victory elections, for us, it's all the same because you're all Americans. Did you have a nice relationship with Senator McConnell when you were serving here? Very much so. Very much so. Uh, with him, with Kyle, if, if there is anything I... Uh, I'm sorry about personally, is that uh, John Kyle decided to uh, uh, actually retire. Right. He was also a, a very, very good uh, friend from uh, from Arizona. And, and we have many, many good friends. And I think this should be uh, basically understood by the entire American uh, public. We have friends both in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party because uh, of, again, the special relationship and the um, the added value that uh, Israel adds, I think, to the American uh, um, security and their national interests. Yeah, how right you are. Are the Yeshiva University students keeping you on their toes? They can be quite a challenge with their questions, can't they? 
Absolutely. <laughs> I think they are uh, the best students I've ever seen. It's uh, both at the uh, Yeshiva um, University campus and uh, also at the Stearns College uh, for the girls. Uh, they're erudite. They are uh, very well informed. And they are inquisitive, so it's really a pleasure and honor to teach there. Yeah, it can be tough on a professor. Danny Ayalon is former Israeli Deputy Foreign Minister and Ambassador to the U.S. and the Renard Visiting Professor of Foreign Policy Studies at Yeshiva University. Danny, thank you so much. It's always a delight speaking with you. Same here. Thank you. Danny Ayalon, Wednesday morning. This is JM in the AM.